This is a playoff edition of 76ers Rewind, presented by GEICO. Time now to listen back to reaction from the team's most recent postseason game. You could feel the tension throughout the afternoon. You could smell the desperation from the Toronto Raptors' sideline. Toronto, up against it, did not want to be pushed to the brink of elimination, and they eke out a win at the center today, 101-96. to I'm Brian Seltzer. This is the postgame show, 76ers and the Raptors. Hard, hard, hard-fought game here in Game 4 in the second round. 11 ties, 10 lead changes, great performances on both ends of the floor. Jimmy Butler, again, terrific, 29 points, 11 rebounds. J.J. Redick was fantastic. But this man, Kawhi Leonard, is a darn good professional basketball player. Might be a top one player in the NBA the way he's going right now. And with the game on the line, Leonard stepped up. Jimmy Butler hit this amazing turnaround bank shot three as the shot clock was expiring to put the 76ers up 84-81, about three minutes, not even, into the fourth quarter. From there, Marcus Gasol, a huge tying three-pointer, and after that, Kawhi Leonard would score seven of the Raptors' next ten points, including a monster three that made it 94-90 to with 61 seconds to go in the game. 39 four points, 14 rebounds, five assists for Leonard. He and the Raptors survive his seven turnovers out of the 14 in the game that Toronto committed, and Toronto was able to do enough in the fourth quarter to pull this one out and send the series back to Toronto square at two games apiece. Toronto won the fourth quarter 26-21. to The Raptors shot 50% in the fourth period, while the 76ers made just five of their 21 shots, including three of 14 from outside the arc. I thought a really big key to this series, and you almost want, uh, sorry, not the series, but to tonight's game, and you almost wonder if this would have happened had it not been for Pascal Siakam not being at 100%. The tandem between Marcus Gasol and Serge Ibaka gave the Raptors some size on the interior that they really hadn't displayed. They hadn't gone with that pairing much, if at all, through the first three games of the series, and Toronto had just been crushed by the 76ers on the glass in all three games, even game one, the Sixers lost. And between Gasol and Ibaka, they were able to do some damage on the boards. Toronto and the Sixers even on the rebounds overall, each at 43 apiece, and the Raptors outscoring the 76ers by two on second-chance points. And then in the first half that Toronto was able to dial up its running game, they outscored the 76ers 17-10 to on fast-break opportunities. Sixers did key in on that in the second half, but that was one of the things that helped Toronto get out to an early lead in addition to their defense. 76ers falling 101-96. Let us check in with the podium right now and see who is there. If, if something like that were to happen, and as much as at least we stepped in and took shots tonight, I, I think I watched a whole bunch of ones that I, I'm going to keep taking, and we got to we got to make more of them. I mean, there's a lot of naked threes out there that that we didn't hit, and uh, one of these days we just might. Co- Coach Brian Kabrowski from Hoopsite. Um, you have, you know, two bigs who can both stretch the floor uh, with Serge and Mark. Um, how much does that factor the decision to play them again together moving forward? Well, I think we probably look at it again just because it helped us on the rebounding. Um, it does help that they can both make them. It was nice to see Mark take them and make a couple and kind of keep taking them. Um, Serge, hopefully when we get back on our own floor, will get dialed in a little bit. He had a couple threes that... Uh, he took. Uh, I mean, he he's he can make those two, and it'd be nice if he could throw one or two in a game too. Because again, 
you know, the, the penetration by whoever is going to draw a lot of help, as it should, and those guys are kind of safety valves out behind the arc, and, and if they're all alone out there, we want them to step in and take them, either one of them. Yep. Thanks very much, everybody. 76ers lose to the Toronto Raptors in Game 4. That was Nick Nurse, head coach of Toronto, which won today 101-96. to We're standing by and waiting for Brett Brown, who we expect to be at the post-game podium very shortly. Joel Embiid finished with 11 points, two made shots, 7 of 10 from the line, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, two big blocks on Serge Ibaka, two steals, but just did not seem like himself in today's game, and I would be stunned if this were not a matter brought up with Brett Brown after the game, and we might get some more insight onto what the situation with Joel was. Just didn't seem as spry and fresh and sharp as he did in that magnificent performance when he went for 33-10 and 10 plus five blocks in the game on Thursday here at the center. So it's kind of like we're starting back at square one in this best of seven series, tied up at two apiece. Toronto has home court advantage back with two of the final three being played at Scotiabank Arena starting on Tuesday uh, with game five as the Sixers look to regroup and take control of this series once again. Here's Brett Brown at the podium. And we, we missed some free throws and we missed some layups. And you give Toronto credit, their, their defense went up a new new level, and uh, it was a closeout type of uh, quarter-fourth period to go win a game, and we went in there, uh, I think it was 75-75 at the end of the third, and uh, we, we went into a, a drought. There was probably a six-minute, six-and-a-half-minute drought that was uh, littered with missed layups, missed free throws, uh, some open threes, and uh, sprinkled in with some turnovers, and, and I give Toronto credit. Brett Center, Gerard Hector BSO. You know, obviously with one day in between each game now, the rest of the series, no one's really 100%. Uh, are you looking at anything differently with Joel playing minutes and how you're going to sort of structure that, that rotation going forward? I mean, it's really just driven out of his health. You know, I, I got a text from him at 6.20 a.m. this morning telling me, like, he didn't sleep all night. He'd really never felt this poorly, and he was unsure, Coach, if I'm going to play. I just want to give you a heads up. I'll try. Lost some of the feed right there. Apologies about that. Literally what happens is someone just yanks the cord for the audio <laughs> out of our board, and I'm sorry that that happened at a point. I'm sure a lot of people, if you're listening, You'd have loved to have heard the rest of that answer about the interaction between Joel Embiid and Brett Brown. Uh, We'll try to effort uh, more of the post-game press conference if we can and certainly relay to you any uh, quotes that come from Brett or players from what we can follow online. But uh, what we heard right there, it sounded like there was an interaction early this morning between Brett and Joel Embiid where Joel wasn't even certain if he was going to play in today's game and uh, no he did not look right certainly not the type of player we saw on Thursday 11 points 8 rebounds did have the 7 assists he was also I mean it's it's such an interesting thing depending on how you like to look at your box scores he was plus 17 for the game in 35 minutes the most of any player for either the Sixers or the Raptors but uh, he did not seem to be the same player that we saw on Thursday and as we found out just a moment ago Brett Brown in part of that answer saying that uh, Joel Embiid was not feeling well 
going into today's game. Didn't feel well last night and earlier this morning. So the 76ers lose to the Raptors 101-96. we got a brand-new series. 76ers have shown they can win in Toronto. They're going to have to do it, certainly, come Tuesday night at Scotiabank Arena. Standing by with Tom McGinnis, we'll talk a little bit more with him next. 76ers fall in Game 4, 101-96. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowners insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you have a cute little reading nook for those rainy days when you want to curl up with a good book, but you don't even read, so you just sit in there during thunderstorms and scroll through memes on your phone and laugh in the darkness. (laughs) The GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the dark, meme-filled corner you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. 76ers drop a Game 4 decision, 101-96 to the Toronto Raptors. This best-of-seven second-round matchup between the Atlantic Division foes now all even at two games apiece. I'm Brian Seltzer, Tom McGinnis rejoining us now. Jimmy Butler, Tom, 29-11-4, another great game from him. Kawhi Leonard, we know he's something special, 39-14. and He had help in this game, but when it was on the line and maybe Toronto's season as well, there was Kawhi doing his thing. No doubt about it. He drew fouls at the end. He made that timely three that gave them the cushion. Danny Green sealed the deal with foul shots down the stretch, and uh, he was incredible once again with 39 points. He was the difference in this game. The fact that Ibaka had his best game in the series, really at both ends of the court, not just scoring the ball with a dozen off their bench, but rebounding, and then defensively doing a good job on a beat. He was a big presence. Marcus Gasol was good. I thought Kyle Lowry had a big impact early in the game you could just see he was bound and determined to play better at one stretch early in the game he had five in a row brett brown took a timeout uh the sixers battled they were right there they they had a chance they really did this is like you say you you hope they look back on this and think oh wow we could have won that fourth game but you know if they don't by some chance if the sixers don't win this series they're really going to look back at this game because they could have won this game it was hanging there in the balance, the Raptors led throughout much of the fourth quarter, but it was tied at 85, uh, and Leonard was too much down the stretch. And again, when the game comes down to those final four or five minutes or so, and it's tied, execution, efficiency, all of those things are at a paramount, and the Sixers just did not have that down the stretch in this game, and it cost them. Tom, if you're all right with it, I'm going to throw it to Brett Brown. We might be repeating a portion of what we heard, but this is courtesy of NBC Sports Philadelphia after the Sixers 101-96 loss. Team, et cetera, uh, to his complete credit, you know, he just kind of willed his way through it. And uh, that's a circular way to answer your question. Of, uh, when I get information of how healthy he is, I can better tell you uh, or answer your question. As it sits, um, I, I appreciate and respect his effort to get out there and play play for uh, for his team. Uh, maybe it's in regards to that. I noticed Joel wasn't out there for the anthems. Um, was he dealing with something at that point? And John, I don't. I would uh, expect that. Yeah. Uh, I would completely expect that to be the reason. Um, but I don't know that. And, and I saw him after the early dunk. It looked like he grimaced. Um, was it something with his knee or his back, or was it no? It's it's a it's it's a it's a virus, and you know all during like pregame film, you can hear him sneezing and sneezing and sneezing, and you you try to ignore it and like just coach through it and show the plays the pregame tape, but I'd be lying if I 
were to tell you it wasn't uh, completely on my mind as I'm talking to the team, showing the tape, listening and seeing him. All right, that's courtesy of NBC Sports Philadelphia, some of Brett Brown's post-game press conference addressing Joel Embiid's situation as we bring back Tom McGinnis now. Tom, it didn't look like Joel Embiid was right in this game, but uh, Jimmy Butler, listen, he, to a certain degree, put the 76ers on his back once again, and he delivered another strong showing. He did. He had a double-double. He's had four straight games of 20 points or more. He makes nine field goals, makes three threes, eight free throws, he certainly did. He's been more of a primary ball handler for the Sixers uh, in this series, playing a lot of pick and roll with Embiid. But to your point, Embiid, 11 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. So he did do a lot of other things besides scoring at the rate that we, we've become accustomed to during the season. He was just 2 of 7 uh, from the field. And uh, no doubt you could tell he was laboring. And now we hear from Brett Brown that he was under the weather uh, during the course of the day and obviously in this game. And now the series shifts back to Toronto. And, you know, they, they, they have the momentum in that they're going home and they win this game and they have to feel better about how they played here uh, in this game. And I think they found a little something, although they're still not getting a lot from their bench. But I think you can see a little bit more from – Ibaka and for the Sixers a low turnover game they just didn't shoot the ball well and you have to be more efficient certainly you know in a home playoff game uh, if you expect to win than they were here today as we heard during a portion of Nick Nurse Toronto's head coach his press conference he said maybe someday a few of these three-point opportunities will go in for the Raptors they were 10 for 31 in today's game they entered for the series under 29 percent among the adjustments, Tom, that Toronto made, I'm not saying in any way it's not something the Sixers can address and figure out, but I felt they went a little bit bigger at times between the front line of Ibaka and Gasol, and whether that was by deliberate intent or Siakam not being himself in this game. Hey, that, that at least gave them a chance on the glass because before today, in all three games, I would even say, even game one, the Sixers just absolutely dominated on the backboards, and that was a huge part of their game two and game three success for the Sixers. No doubt, and you know, part of their strategy i mean like their big guys like marjanovic has not been able to play in this series and think about how efficient he's been for the sixers i mean the guy gets you know four out of five five out of six seven or eight rebounds he's very efficient and he's really been he's not even been in this series at all and that's due to the fact that ibaka comes in the game and uh, he's a, a more you know athletic player who can play both inside and out and and today was a big factor, so that that's part of it. And Greg Monroe certainly had a, a really good game uh, in Game 3. He certainly helped the Sixers in the game that they won before going out with that ankle. But today he was a non-factor. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, their big uh, – Gasol had his best game of the series. But, you know, again, the style of play where they want to get out and run and get some easier baskets, that that's limited Boban in terms of Coach Brown being able to use him in the series so they, they didn't make a lot of adjustments the one i thought they made was they put ibaka on joel a little bit more siakam was clearly limited he was two of ten he had nine points and uh you know like there's two schools of thought one is he has another day or so to get ready but on the other hand he just played uh in a game where i, I believe he played 30 minutes on you know apparently a, a bit of a bruised calf or an injured calf or whatever ended up playing yeah 29 minutes i guess i should say so that that's the thing and i guess maybe it all for toronto it starts and ends with 
Leonard. I mean, the yeah. Sixers have not been able to get a handle on him. I don't know, quite frankly, anybody that will have a handle on him, no matter what happens. But 39 again here. He's been a dominant player in the series, and he was the he was the big difference in this game as well. Tom McGinnis will do it again Tuesday night, 8 o'clock Eastern. That's when you hit the air for Game 5 at Scotiabank Arena. Good night. Thank you. 76ers lose in Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals, 101-96. to 29-11-4 from Jimmy Butler. 39 points, 14 rebounds, 5 assists, and a key fourth-quarter performance from Kawhi Leonard sparking Toronto to this win to even the series. It was a tough loss for the Sixers. There were some highlights, as there always are. When you've got Tom McGinnis on the microphone, we'll play back a few of them next. That's coming up. They always told Will he was too short to play basketball, but Will never listened. Will let his work ethic do the talking for him. Always in the gym, always running drills. Will knew where there was a will, there was a way, and he was Will. But then, after his second child was born, he realized the pros were all way better than him, so Will gave up and buried his high tops in a tearful ceremony. But one day, he heard that Geico could save him money on car insurance, so he switched and saved a bunch, which was awesome. 76ers and the Toronto Raptors. A chance for the 76ers today to push the Raptors to the brink of elimination going into Tuesday's Game 5. Instead, we got a brand-new series, all square at two games apiece after Toronto's 101-96 victory today down here at the center. I'm Brian Seltzer. Tom McGinnis called the game. Let us get to some of those highlights right now. First quarter, you could tell right away that the Raptors had come out with renewed defensive intensity. Still, the 76ers got an early lead, but then a 13-0 run by the Raptors gave them control. Jimmy Butler helped the 76ers play catch-up late in the first. 50 seconds to go. Sixers fall. Butler gets the position. He goes in on McCall, and it's in. And then Butler knocked down by Siakam. So the Sixers get the field goal. Good feed by Joel. 24-21 Toronto. And that was how the first quarter came to a close. In the second, the 76ers trying to make some more inroads on the Raptors. They widen the gap to as much as nine. But in the early stages of the second, Joel Embiid helped make it a one-point game. Ennis with it. Fakes a three. Everybody beyond the arc for the Sixers. Get Embiid inside. He sets a high screen. Now rolls. Catches. Into the lane. Goes up and hammers it in. Joel Embiid. Two-hand slam. That is pick and roll with a thunderous finish. One of just two buckets on the day for Joel. 31-30 was the score. Then the Raptors went on that run, but Joel Embiid was using his defense to help the 76ers get right back in it. Into the lane, Ibaka goes up. Joel Embiid blocks Serge Ibaka in a big way. Down goes Ibaka. Sixes ball to a trail in Embiid. In on Kawhi. Fakes. Back to Ben. And a slam. Ben Simmons with a two-hand stump. One of Jimmy Butler's three-pointers made it a two-point game. Raptors in front, 47-45 at the break. In the third quarter, the Sixers got off to a really strong start thanks to that man, Mr. Buckets. Butler for three, high in the air, and in. Jimmy Butler with his second trade. Outside right, pull up. Man, does he get lift on that J? Five-point lead for Philadelphia. 57-52 was the score, and the 76ers were playing pretty well down the stretch of the third, too. J.J. with it to Tobias Harris will shoot a three, and in for that. Tobias Harris knocking down a triple. Sixers lead, 75-73. But moments later, Serge Ibaka tied it up at 75 going into the fourth quarter. So how about that for a lay of the land from a storyline standpoint? Tie game. 76ers leading the series two games to one. What would the Toronto Raptors have in store? I don't know. The Sixers, they had the momentum early in the fourth, thanks to Jimmy Butler once again. 
Butler with it. He's been brilliant. On Lowry, he's got to rise up. He has it knocked away. Gains it back, shoots a desperation three, and he banked it in. Jimmy Butler, lucky and good. 84-81. That might have been Jimmy at his most brilliant today. An incredible shot, but after that, Marcus All would hit a tying three-pointer. He had some big buckets in this game, and of course, so too did Kawhi Leonard. That started a string of free throws made by Kawhi Leonard getting to the line. Joel Embiid went 0 for 2 from the stripe, part of a 1 for 4 stretch from the line with five and a half minutes to go, sprinkling some missed threes and some turnovers, and the Toronto Raptors had new life. Leonard on the wing will jump it on Jimmy Butler and it's in. Simmons started on him and B came over and then Butler came there and Kawhi Leonard scores the ball. He has 34 points in the game. He's been over 30 in each of these games. That made it 91 to, uh, I beg your pardon, 89 to 85 and Leonard was not done as evidenced by this clutch three-pointer. 105 to go. Leonard on the move. Leonard to the line. Three seconds on the shot clock. Leonard guarded by Embiid. Backs up, fires for three, and in. Kawhi Leonard with an MVP-type play. Big-time trade. Some free throws after that for the Raptors following another missed three-pointer by the 76ers. Put them in position to win the game, which they did. 101-96, Sixers held a 40% shooting. Raptors, they shot 50% in the fourth quarter to get to 46% for the game. 10 for 31 were the Raptors from three. 76ers were 12 of 38. Both teams right around 31, 32%. The Raptors, though, held the 76ers in check, going two for 13 from three in the fourth quarter. Teams even on the glass, 43 apiece. 13 turnovers by the 76ers, 14 by the Raptors, but a couple costly ones down the stretch by the Sixers in the guts of the fourth quarter. Kawhi Leonard, 39 points, 14 rebounds, 5 assists. Kyle Lowry, 14 points, 6 rebounds, 7 dimes, and just 1 turnover. Marcus Saul, his best game of the series, 16 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. And then Serge Ibaka off the bench with a dozen. He also had 9 rebounds. He was a key presence in this game, finally giving the Raptors something off the bench. For the 76ers, Jimmy Butler, 29-11, and 11, his fourth career postseason double-double, his second of this year's playoffs, 16 points for Tobias Harris with six rebounds and four assists to go with three steals, 11 for Joel Embiid, two of seven overall from the field, seven to ten from the line, eight rebounds, seven assists, and two steals. If you joined us late, Brett Brown disclosing during his post-game press conference, Joel Embiid texted him earlier this morning saying he wasn't feeling well, wasn't sure if he'd even be able to play in the game. I guess that does explain a little bit of why Joel Embiid uh, kind of had the type of afternoon that he did, not what we saw uh, in Thursday's game for sure. J.J. Redick was big, 19 points, 4-7 from 3, 6-9 overall, 10 points for Ben Simmons, 5 rebounds, 4 assists for Simmons, and 9 for James Ennis off the bench to go with 5 boards. 76 and the Raptors all even at two games apiece. Game 5 will be in Toronto on Tuesday at 8 o'clock. We'll start off with some pregame coverage at 7.50. Then Tom McGinnis will bring you all the action starting straight up at 8. You've been listening to a playoff edition of 76ers Rewind, presented by GEICO. Be sure not to miss new episodes following each game of the postseason.